Hey guys, and welcome into the show. This week we were talking all about my Disney World trip. Uh, so I decided to go down to Disney World and check some things out and see how it was. And even through this sort of crazy time, I wanted to make sure that I got to a Disney park. It seemed like the right move for me. Um, and hopefully this episode helps to inform you whether or not it's the right move for you. Or maybe it just gives you a little bit of an idea what the parks are like right now if you're not thinking about going even if you just don't want to step foot in a disney park right now maybe this will help um get you through until until the parks reopen and you're able to go um if you guys want to reach us on social media you can find us on facebook our facebook page is the talking llamas podcast you can find us on instagram at talking llamas podcast on tiktok at talking llamas podcast and you can email us our email address is Talking Llamas Pod at gmail.com. That is Talking Llamas Pod at gmail.com. So Talking Llamas Pod at gmail.com for any of your questions, comments, or concerns. Okay, guys. Uh, well, off we go. Episode 59 of the Talking Llamas Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 59 of the Talking Llamas podcast. I am Robert Camozzi, joined here by Thomas Nelson. Hello, hello. Thomas, I have returned. I came back late last night. We haven't even really discussed my trip since I arrived home. Yes. So, um, some some text correspondence, but I'm sure that you were... Uh, you're very excited to hear what I have to say about about the vacation and the trip. Yeah, you're one of the the few to actually go to a Disney park during COVID. What is it? Three weeks, four weeks after they actually opened up. Yeah. Well, what did they open? July 11th. In the 15th, right? The two parks, uh, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, on July 11th, and the other two on on the 15th. I believe so. Yes. So, um, so yeah, it, a month after they opened, basically, I was, I was down there and, you know, things have kind of changed over the, that four weeks. They, they've adjusted things. They've tried to make the restrictions or, or the guidelines. Uh, they've tried to improve those. Uh, but for the most part, it's all sort of been the same from what I understand. Disneyland still hasn't reopened, obviously. So yeah. that was a big reason why I decided to go down to Disney World, and I explained some of those reasons um, on the previous on previous episodes of why I was deciding to go down there and why I wasn't too concerned about, or at least not so concerned about COVID that I wasn't going. So you can listen to those episodes if you want to know more about that. But um, but yeah, it was a really really good trip. Actually, like an awesome trip. What a quick question that came up in my mind as you were speaking. If both Disneyland and Disney World were open, would you have still gone to Disney World? I guess that depends on what Disneyland w was looking like because I, I don't think so. I don't think I would have, no. I think I would have just gone to Disneyland. But I guess it would depend on what is going on at Disneyland, you know. 
I don't know what the restrictions are, if they're going to be different or the same there. But if we're just talking about the situations, if we're saying Disneyland and Disney World are kind of the same in terms of the restrictions they have, then I would probably say no. I would just go to Disney Disneyland, I think. I guess that makes sense. It'd be cheaper for you. Yeah. Uh, but also, Michaela, first time in Disney World. So that's that's kind of a draw anyway for, for her. And- well, and it was a good time for her to experience her first trip because as we will get into, we basically, there are some things that aren't offered, you know, like certain restaurants or certain uh, shows or whatever, but there there isn't a single thing that we didn't do in terms of attractions or even like, uh, there's just like, you know, in Epcot, they have certain shows and stuff. We we experienced a lot of those. Uh, Interesting. So, so yeah, the, you know, we flew down there on the 11th Tuesday and it was uh the flight wasn't so bad the flight was what I was most sort of concerned about in terms of like being close to people and all that Mm -hmm. but basically once we were on we had a flight and then we had a connecting flight both the flights we had that that got us down to Florida we were able to sit where we wanted basically once everyone was on the plane we just kind of moved if we felt like we were too close to people Hmm. It was not an issue. Let me tell you, I mean, let me ask you, uh, what were the airports like? Um, many of us haven't been to one during this whole COVID situation. Yeah, well, my first flight was at 5.30 a.m. Uh, so it was, I mean, it was dead in there, but, you know, I don't know how much of that has to do with the fact that the flight was so early. Security didn't even open up until 4, which mm-hmm. is something I didn't know. When did you get there? 3.30, I believe. Uh, we wanted to get two hours before the flight, you know, which yeah. is standard. But, you know, if security doesn't even open until four, we were the first people through security. And then, you know, if you're, and if you're wondering about mass compliance in the actual airport, mass compliance is not, it's not zero or anything. It's, it's, it's over 70%, but it's not as high as it is at like the Disney parks, which is what I was. So people going around without masks? Yeah. Or just like taking them off, like in places where it doesn't seem like they should be. They're walking around they're without not, them on. They're not eating or drinking something. No, they're just sitting yeah. down and it's like, just put your mask on. Like, and we are inside. Like I get it yeah. if you're outside, we are inside. Like just put your mask on. Yeah. That was something that I was see a lot of people who get real lazy with, they just put it below their nose. Like somehow nose breath is different than mouth breath. Oh, we'll get into that. Um, but also <laughs> I've seen people just around town here where the mask is really loose on their face. And they're, it's like, a deep, just tighten up the straps a little or something. But anyway, yeah, yeah. With this. Well, I, I just don't, yeah, that was concerning. And then even on the plane, the second plane, the first plane was fine. The second plane, people just would have it, like you said, on their mouth, but not their nose. I don't know. And this is my, and I don't, I know this is a Disney podcast, but I want to just get into this thing real quick because it will, it will come up later. Do people think that there's one of two things is happening? They think they're tricking the people around them into not saying something because, oh, it's covering their mouth, or they're just really not getting it. I guess, I guess both that would, them not getting it would be true in both situations, but they're not understanding that you have to, like, it's not even like this person who was on the plane that I'm thinking of, it wasn't like their mask was like kind of on their nose and it slipped off and they just forgot to fix it. It it was intentional and just was never told to put it back. Their mask was snug, but it was just tucked under their nose. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's it's weird that people are doing that. It's not that uncomfortable to wear a mask. I was wearing an M ninety an N ninety five, and it was not comfortable. Like as you know, it's not as comfortable as like a surgical mask. And I kept it on the whole flight, and both flights. And then I I wore one home. It was incredibly uncomfortable for uh, through an hour and a half delay plus a five and a half hour flight. I did not take it off once. Kept it on the whole time. So it's like, it's not that you can do it. And certainly if you're wearing like a cloth or a surgical mask, it should be possible to achieve it. Anyways, so if you're worried about airports um, and you're worried about people not being compliant and you're not the type of person who's going to say something about it to like a flight attendant and request that they do something about it, um, you might run into a situation where you're on a flight with somebody who's not wearing a mask and they're around, they're close to you. And uh, our flight home was, was not full, but close to it so Hmm. i mean that's something you got to think about if you're going down there and you're flying so i've heard i've heard a lot of people i think southwest is is not filling their planes at all so um there are things to consider but if you want to go down there and you want to fly and you're worried then i would really consider your options there and look into them okay so you're at the airport you load your plane Yes. You're in the air, soaring through the sky. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited at that point. I get worried that something, like I'm going to miss my gate or something. I just, I get all these stupid anxieties. I get them for like the week leading up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once the plane's in the air, yes, very excited. And uh, we watched some movies, listened to some music. Disney movies, Disney music. Mm -hmm. We watched, on the second flight, we watched Avatar. Oh. Um, To get ready. I didn't see that movie in years. I knew we were going to go to... How'd you, Pandora. how'd you like it? I haven't it's seen good. it. I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. It's good. I maintained it. I maintain this and I've said this from the beginning. It, it, I think it's a little overrated, but it's, it's a good movie, but like people just like love it. And for me, it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. like it's good. It's a good movie. And it was fun. And it really helped the second flight go by. Cause that's a three and a half hour movie or whatever. Three yeah, hour yeah. movie I should say. And it was a three and a half hour flight. So it just, especially the second half of the movie really moves quick and mm-hmm. it made the flight much more enjoyable and then when we landed um i had heard a lot of things about magical express from the airport not being super reliable or not maybe they're not running as many of them or something i don't know if it was just us or we got lucky the bus was waiting for us and it was just us and one other family on it oh that's good so we they, we scanned in got on the bus our flight was a few minutes early which is pretty standard and uh so we got to our hotel by four o'clock. Disney must be really losing some money. I mean, no, like two families on the bus. They had groups. eight, and they had like eight buses waiting there. Yeah, yeah. So you got there by four. That's good. That's good. We've left what maybe at six thirty-seven before. Yeah, from like Oakland or wherever. Yeah, between four thirty and five, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So that's about that's about right. But uh. So you got to your hotel, and your hotel was... So we stayed at Pop Century, which is the only value resort open, which is basically why we stayed there. Um, And that'll come up later, too. So Pop Century, some quick... If no one's ever stayed there, um, or maybe you stayed there in in the sort of distant past, the outside is nothing exceptional. All right, so they have buildings that are dedicated to, like, pop culture through the decades. So there's, like... I know there's 50s and 60s. I don't know exactly what the other decades are. Maybe 80s, 70s. I don't know. We stayed in the 60s room. Are you sure you stayed there? 
in the pop century yeah mm-hmm. well it's kind of a big area so i, I didn't i didn't see all the buildings um, yeah we were next to the 50s so i'm imagining it's 70s and 80s well, the well, you were in the 60s mm-hmm. cool i requested 60s because if the, it was theoretically the closest to the transportation mm-hmm. so we got 60s and and um i was a little bit I was like, when we got there, I wasn't disappointed at all. I, it was what I expected. I was like, oh, this is a value resort. It's an older resort. It it, it definitely shows. It's not like, you know, it's not going to be like the, even like a moderate resort where they're, you know, it, it, it has a different feel to it. And it's kind of catered towards children too. And it has the motel rooms, you know, the rooms are outside, the doors. Right. As opposed to in, in doors. No, no hallways. Yeah, no. Yeah. So there's no suites or anything like that even. But when we got in our room... I was really impressed with the room. Apparently, and I, I, I knew this going in. They renovated them fairly recently within the past few years, and it was it was actually a really nice room. Big TV, um, a pretty nice coffee maker, like a, kind of like a Keurig type. Not It wasn't a Keurig, but it was that type of thing. Um, the king-size bed, they had a Mickey, like a Mickey painting above the bed, and really nice restroom, uh, really nice shower, and the this the vanity and the like shower portion of the bathroom were separated, so it was a nice room. I was actually re- and that oh here's the really important part: vinyl floors. You know, not those car- carpet. Just I, more and more carpet is okay, but it can make the room if, after a while. It can make the room look dirty if it just if the carpet gets old. But yeah. the, but the vinyl floors it, it just looked great. So the room was fantastic. Oh, and they left the, I don't know if this was intentional, but I loved it. They left the TV on, that channel, you know, that Disney World. Yeah, you I, sent me a video, like a small 360 yeah. of your room, and I heard the music, and I thought, well, that's interesting, they have music playing in the room, and I forgot that they have the, the TV station that plays music, but I assumed that you turned that on, you're saying it was just I turned on. that on, or I didn't turn it on, but I kept, I, that video I sent you was not my first walk into the room. I wanted to experience that myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, when I walked in, yes, the TV was just on. I don't know if they knew we were checking in very soon or what the deal was, and they were like, well, we'll just, we'll, I don't know if that's what they do. Because um, our room wasn't ready right, right when we got there. It was, um, the app was, told me, check back for your room number. And then, so I got in line to ask them, is my room number available? Like, And then while I was in line, I got a text that it was ready. So it was ready within like 15 minutes of us arriving. So I don't know what happened if they left the TV on. I imagine that's just what they do. They must have done that on purpose because someone was checking in that room later that day. Um, it was and it was nice too. It was actually kind of a nice like, oh, this is this is Disney. Like this is Disney Resort. This is a, we're at Disney and so um, uh, looks like it's fifties through the nineties for that the theming. And uh, I was going to ask you. When you know when we go into the Art of Animation Hotel, there's a, a smell and the lobby is great. Was there anything that stood out when you first walked into the the resort, the Pop Century? There's there's music. It, there's not a smell, not the same way. Um, but and it's visually it pops, and that's not that wasn't actually a, an intentional pun, but it it pops like kind of how Art of Animation does, where it's very colorful. Yeah, it's for children. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like... I don't know if I do. Can you maybe explain just, a little? It, just, it's got like that candy look. It's all... It, oh. There's colors everywhere. Okay. And it's like... It's very like stimulating. Yeah. Um. Now, what they have everywhere is like posters from musical groups from the different decades and mm-hmm. like artifacts isn't the word, but 
memorabilia that's, that's just like yeah, on the walls yeah, memorabilia. In cases it's cool it's not really my thing uh it's not i didn't stay there for the atmosphere um actually on this trip we spent less time in the hotel than we than you and i do when we go on these trips like, yeah b- because we didn't leave the parks when we 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 oh yeah the hours were cut so and we couldn't hop so there's just no reason to go back to the room for the most part so for this trip in particular the the reason I didn't stay in a place like Caribbean Beach, which I did consider, was because I knew we wouldn't be using the pool. I knew we wouldn't be coming back to the hotel. We didn't have like a resort day, so there was just no reason to, to spend the extra 50 to $100 a night for a moderate. It just wasn't worth it for me. So I, I, didn't, I didn't mind uh, the decor. It, it definitely is a dated resort, though. I mean, it just feels that way. Even more than like, an, well, I mean, they they put the dates right on the yeah. on the building. Yeah, I mean, that's the date they were built. Yeah, starting yeah. the fifties. They, they until, built they built that first one in the fifties, and, and they just cut it, cut it, cut off in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, the fifties would be over over a decade before the opening of the park. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. Our room had a view of the lake. You know the lake, Lake Buena Vista. That's it, not the lake. It's, it's the one that's. I mean, it's right next to Art of Animation. I'm so. gonna pull up a map. That's a. I mean, okay, so great. The hotel was mediocre, but good enough and well the room was was close to an a plus was good okay i mean the room was like a i'd say the room was like a nine out of ten interesting really comfortable bed um i i I honestly see the video you sent me it looked like a simple room Mm -hmm. but you're saying that everything that was in there was really good yeah i mean every the tv was huge bed was comfortable pillows nice comfortable good sheets we had too many pillows how many towels uh, too many again we couldn't use them all good good <laughs> it was a it was a real problem <laughs> <laughs> every time you open the bathroom door there's just, just more towels, towels. Are just falling yeah yeah, yeah. yes no but, so there is no lake name at least on this map well, it's if just, you've ever it's been just a body to, water between the art of animation and the pop century and we had a good view of the skyliner from there did you take the skyliner oh we'll get there we'll get to that transportation was interesting this trip and there's something to be said about that so this resort um, we didn't do the food court until the final day. The food court is not great, and we knew that going in, so we we planned on not doing that. So that we'll move on to a little. Well, now uh, the art of animation food court is supposed to be pretty good. How is it in comparison to the pop centuries? We only had breakfast. It was our final day, uh-huh. and it was not even close to as good. Okay. Good. Yeah, left a lot to be desired, but th- th- that's okay. That's okay. I mean, you'll have to eat there. Yeah. Um. So we went to Disney Springs that night. The bus showed up right away for us, um, pretty much, which I was excited about. I'm wor- I was worried about transportation this whole, like, going into this trip, just because I don't know what's going on. Like, do they have as many buses running? Like, the, the, Pop Century is the only value resort, so a lot of people are going there. We went to Disney Springs, and we just hung out. Well, how many people were on the bus with you? Oh, that's, a, that's an important thing to know, how they're loading these buses, I guess. So each group, they have one, two, three, I think up to six. So they can load six groups onto each bus. Now, if your group is 12 people, then you're going to have to take up multiple spaces. But generally speaking, each group has about six seats dedicated to it, I think. And then with gaps between groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have they have barriers up. I don't know how much that helps indoors. I don't think it helps at all, frankly, having barriers up, but maybe peace of mind. I guess if someone were to d- cough directly on it, it would save you. But whatever i don't know how much that's helping um as long as everyone wears their mask and there's not people i mean you know how those buses can get they put people standing on them as long as there's not that i think you're okay 
I mean, you're as good as you're going to get. So really comfortable, actually. This is one of those things where, you know, there's positives and negatives to this whole, all these guidelines and these rules that they have. This is one of the things where it's like, God, it would be nice if it was always like this, where there's like, you're on the bus, me and Michaela are just two people. So they can't put anyone next to us and they can't put anyone across from us because we're two people. So we have no one, we have all this room just to ourselves. So that was really nice. That's your dream, not to have to deal with people. (laughs) Well, yeah, it it was the perfect amount of people because you want some people around. You don't want to just be, you know, going through the parks alone. It wouldn't be the same, but. Well, the bus for the buses, I don't care. I'd want people in the park, I think. You want people, but when we'll talk about the crowd levels later, but the crowd levels were pretty perfect. Um, You at least want the bus driver. Yeah, that, yeah, at at minimum, yes. So I should say too, when we got off the bus, the Magical Express, the a couple cast members greeted us with a standing ovation, like two or three of them. Like, thank you for coming. Were they like, sitting and then stood up? I think so. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm trying to remember. They, I, It's hard to say because they walked right up to the bus and were just like all clapping. And they, it, I mean, you know, it seemed genuine. Like, Did they, you take a bow? No. Oh, God. They were very nice though. I'm sure, um, you know, if you don't take a bow, it's disrespectful. Yeah, well, I learned that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so we get to Disney Springs, they tech our, check our temperatures. I was wondering how that would be. It took two seconds and we get into Disney Springs. There's no crowd. And they did the forehead. Yes. Uh, reading. Yes. It's very quick. There's no crowd regulations in Disney Springs at all. So there are just people there. It's, it is what it is. We went shopping. Shopping is weird. Like if you want to be away from people, shopping is not, it's some people just don't care. Like, so maybe just don't shop if you're trepidatious. <laughs> Go into it thinking, n- knowing that you're going to have to be on like the offensive or. I you're going to have to look out for yourself. Yeah. Because I'll, I would like, there was points where I was like looking at mugs or something like up against the wall and, and someone just like got right up against my hip. And it's like, I mean, you, like. Well, you mask just, or no mask. Mask, I believe. But there were times where people. Mask, but indoors. Yeah. See, the thing is. The idea is you're, you're within the six feet of the physical social distancing. You have a mask and it's, that's supposed to be okay-ish. It doesn't make me, but here's here's the thing. There are people who just, then there are people, especially in Disney Springs, who just don't have a mask on. Like I was in World of Disney and there was a guy who had his mask down on his chin. He was foreign. And that's an, a common theme. There's a lot of foreign people who just weren't following the rules. Um, I don't know. I, I wonder how they got here. Well, they well foreign. I'm saying they're they're speaking a different language. I don't know. Um, I don't know if they just don't understand just, or yeah, yeah. Um, but they were like yelling to each other, and just no mask. And I I walked into it almost like into their area. I was like, oh, and I like turned around and walked away. I was like, oh my god, that was like so bizarre. But it was. I mean, again. I don't know if it was malicious intent or just not caring or if they just really didn't understand what was going on, but they had a mask. They just didn't have it on. So Disney Springs is a bit of a weird place. It's different than the parks. There's no regulations in terms of crowds. The enforcement is a a little more lax. It's not quite how it is in the parks. And I think that people that go to Disney Springs, they're not necessarily all Disney fans. You know, they're not people who are invested in the parks staying open, whereas the people who are in the parks are. And they want to make sure that they do. So they're going to follow the guidelines more closely, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then we ate at a restaurant called Terralina. It's like a little Italian restaurant. What did you order? We got a pizza. It was their pizza of the day. So I, I, it was like pepperoni, mushroom, balsamic vinegar, tomato, I think. It was so good. It was very, very good. And then uh, Michaela ordered gnocchi. I think that's what it's called. It's like a potato dumpling pasta dish. It's mm-hmm. also really good. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. So, the, I mean, that was just really great. And, oh, we also ordered uh, Italian fries. Any any place that has, like, a twist on fries, we always have to get it. It was basically like a cheese sauce with salami on it. But it was really good. That was really good, too. So that was a place we had never eaten before, obviously, uh, you and I. And then Michaela's never been, so she'd never had it. And um, it was really good. It was just a good place to eat. So, Is that about wrap-up day number one? Yeah, I think so. There's nothing more to really talk about. I will say. Well, did you get, you went to Ghirardelli? Too, oh, yeah, we went to Ghirardelli. That's just a, a staple. We got the uh, Chrissy Fields, the one with the cookies. and. I think you put that in your ranking of Disney foods. I love that. I love that Sunday. We shared we, it. We talked about it anyway. It's a good one. Big one. Yeah, good to share. Yeah. I will say one more thing about this night. We It was our first indication that the Pop Century bus stop was going to be a different animal because the bus stop since they're doing the six-foot distancing everywhere, including at the bus stops. The bus stop was for, only for Pop Century was like out of the bus stop and then like down this walkway. It was just like, it was really long. Hmm. And it didn't take that long for us to get taken, but it just, that was a common thing and it was only for Pop Century that that was happening. And it's because, I'm imagining, it's because it's the only value resort open. So keep that in mind if you're going and you're you're considering where to stay. That's something that all the other bus stops were never even full. I never even, I never even saw one that got full. Ours was the only one and it overflowed often. So, well, you know, it's an affordable hotel. Yep. Makes sense. More people would go. Okay. Day one, you planned it out. So you would have magic kingdom day number one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That seemed like the right thing to do. And their opening time was what? Nine, eight, they opened Seven, at nine. Six, five. They opened Remember at nine. last year when we could get there at six in the morning? Yeah, that was a great time. So okay, so you said I'm sorry. It was it was eight. Nine is when it, it, nine. it opened. Okay, yeah. So I got I had no idea what the transportation was going to be like. How early people were going to be showing up at the bus stop? I am an early riser. Nine o'clock is late for me. Like that's I mean I'm well into my day by then. So I told Michaela I said, look, you can sleep a little bit longer or take your time getting ready. I'm going down to the bus stop between 6.50 and 7 o'clock. I just don't know what it's going to be like. Because they said the buses, but they said the buses weren't going to start running until 8.30. And I said, they might show up early. Who knows? I know this sounds crazy to people that I showed up that early, but I did. People started showing up at 6.55, like a few minutes after I got there. I was completely alone, and then a few minutes after that, people were there. Mm-hmm. It didn't fill up until later. But then the same thing happened. It, since they're doing this six feet distancing thing, the line that overflowed and then it was a line down the walkway. So yeah, I waited a while, but Michaela came and tagged me out and I got to go like get a drink of water and use the bathroom around seven thirty. And at eight o'clock there was a guy who worked for the um I don't know what he worked for exactly. He was at he was definitely working for Disney, obviously, but he was at the resort and there was buses taking Animal Kingdom people. And um they were shuttling people from Pop Century to Animal Kingdom since whatever the park opened. That park opened at eight, so they started doing that. I think the first Animal Kingdom bus showed up at seven twelve, and um, 
at eight o'clock, a bus showed up for Animal Kingdom and the guy told him to take us instead. So it was like, it was eight. So I only ended up waiting like an hour and I was first on the bus. And and got to, we were the first in line for Magic Kingdom because of that. Which by the way, I mean, getting through the temperature check and through security took like a few seconds, no problem. And then we were first in line for Magic Kingdom basically. Now, was there any opening ceremonies? No, like there's not, none of that. So that sucks. Yeah, that's one thing. That's it's different in Florida. Us being Disneyland people, it's it's a treat to get to see their um, opening ceremony. Often with the, the train, yeah, coming through and all the characters, yeah, on there. But okay, so you're in the park. What's rope drop like? Standard. It was pretty much the same as I remember Disney World being. It wasn't super crowded or anything. They but, let us in about they let us in about fifteen minutes early, twenty minutes early. And then we walked down Main Street, not a lot of people. That's an interesting choice, walking down Main Street. <laughs> well, we went, yeah, so then we went right past the Walt statue. We took some pictures and stuff because there was just no one around, so it was a good opportunity to take pictures because people kind of, a lot of people went to Tomorrowland, and then even more people went through Adventureland, but we had decided to go through the castle first. So we went down, we went through the castle. It was just us and one other person going through the castle. And then once we got into Fantasyland, we didn't see anyone for seven minutes. I mean, anybody we might have seen a cast member or two but we saw no guests at all until we got to uh almost out of liberty square we were almost into Frontierland before we saw anyone interesting we were heading to splash mountain was our first destination we i mean we could have probably got right on mine train right then if we wanted to um they we had to wait a little bit because they didn't open splash mountain until right when park opened um, but we wanted to make sure we got on Splash Mountain because I'd been kind of monitoring it and it would close down or, you know, weather would get bad and they, you never know. If it, if it started, if there was thunderstorms for six hours, they might just end it. And we needed to make sure we got on it. That was a big, that was not a big reason why we're going on the trip, but it was a reason. Like it was a contributing factor. So we got on it um, pretty much right away, right when the park opened. So you're into your day now. What, what are some of the, Big highlights from the Magic Kingdom day. Splash Mountain you're Splash getting Mountain into. Splash Mountain is a big one. Big one? Yeah, I just need so, to make sure I got on it. So what was that like for you? What were you thinking about going on that ride? I was thinking this could be the last time I ride this version of this ride. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I, I, I assume that's the last time you'll ride that version. Yeah. Well, I was thinking I might not ride this the rest of today. So I need to make sure that yeah. if I, I'm going to try to get on it again today. But if I don't, this might be the last time. So it was really a lot of taking it in on that one. And then after that, it was kind of like, okay, let's, we had a plan. We wanted to do um, things in order of like kind of just how close they were. So we did, then we did Thunder Mountain and then we did Mine Train. And we wanted to make sure we got those in because I didn't know what the lines were going to be like. Um, so some highlights, I mean. And no fast pass reservations? There's no, none of that's yeah. available. They're using that for like disabled people now. Right. Um, or Rider Switch. I think they're still doing Rider Switch. But, um. We did, I'm going to mention Mind Train because, I, you know, Thunder Mountain was Thunder Mountain. Um, Michaela loved Mind Train, though. Really, really liked it. And I think because her expectations were set kind of low because a lot of people kind of, you know, aren't fans of that ride or say it's not worth the wait. Well, we only waited 20 minutes, so yeah, no problem. And the, the reason, you know, the lines are, sh- are short or whatever and they're distancing people, you still end up waiting on some of the rides. You 
most of them you walk on or you wait 10 minutes. Sometimes you wait 20. And the reason you're waiting these times is they're spacing the cars out too. So they have you with your group and then your group has to be a certain amount of cars from A. So they're not filling these trains up, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why the lines will end up being sometimes 20, 25 minutes depending on the ride. Um, I really enjoyed doing Haunted Mansion again. That was a really good one. I, I, you said that's your favorite version of it, standard original, yeah. standard version. Yeah, I think it is. I yeah. think I prefer it. And then, um, so we ended up doing those three rides, Mine Train, Haunted Mansion, and Splash Mountain twice. And then we did everything else once. And I mean everything else. I mean, other than like... We Bar- Barnstormer? We did Barnstormer. That's a fun ride anyway. We, we did short. Aladdin's, we did Aladdin's, really short. Uh, we did Aladdin's Magic Carpets. Yeah. We did the Tiki Room. We didn't do, the only two things we didn't do were the teacups, which we never do. I guess three. Um, the Tomorrowland Speedway and um, Small World. Yeah. Uh, the Small World, I just didn't feel like we needed to. But we did everything else. We had, so we don't have to get into all of those things necessarily. But we did um, the Jungle Cruise. We only did it once. And it was fantastic. It's, it, there's, so you had a good skipper. Had a good skipper, but I forgot how long theirs is. It's just a little bit longer. And it, it got to the point where we go into the cave. Like you go under, you go through the backside of water, you know, that part, that famous part. Um, and then we go through the cave and I just was like, oh, this is, I'm, I didn't want to end because we did have such a good skipper. And I was just happy that it's, you know, it's like two or three minutes longer. And so that was great. Jungle Cruise was a real hit this time. Um... And the second time we did mine train, we had a great time because I was making all kinds of, you know, I was like making all kinds of crazy noises. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. So yeah, the attractions were great. Do you have any questions about how those went or? Not really. I feel like it's pretty, pretty much the same across the board. You spaced out on the vehicles, right? Yeah. Well, and one plus to the, the six feet spacing is when you're in line, you're constantly moving, which just helps. That's good. It, yeah. yeah. It helps you think like, oh, this is going fast even if you're in a 30-minute line or whatever. Yeah. Then, um, so food. We did uh, Skipper's Canteen. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. It was fun? Yeah, because the, the it's it's Jungle Cruise theme, so, themed, so, so the skippers are kind of doing a little shtick throughout the, they have like things they say and they joke around with you. And so that's fun. And the food was really, really good. So we got the Tastes Like Chicken because it is. That was good. It's like fried chicken. Um. Well, it's because it is. That was good. And then a pork dish as well, which was which was not as good, but was still very good. And they give you a lot of food. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I prefer it. There was like three palm-sized pieces of pork. I mean, and rice. and Three? Yeah. That's a lot. It was a lot of food. I was surprised. And that's just a dish? It's not like a, a platter kind of no. thing where you... Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, did you get dessert there or anything? No, we didn't get dessert there. We were we wanted to get a Dole Whip, so we did that. Interesting. Um, yeah, we did that. They after. just have the standard ones there, right? There was a there was a raspberry swirl. Oh yes, which is what we did. Okay, it was really good, actually, really good. It seemed bigger than Disneyland's for some reason. I'm not sure if that is true. I don't know. <laughs> it seemed bigger. <laughs> we saw a few cavalcades. Gaston, the one with Gaston on his horse, that was pretty great. I'd, I'm drawing a blank on that. I don't remember that. Now, so there's one where, well, these are new. These are for the COVID-19 things. So they're, they're oh, yeah. in, instead of parades, they're sending like these 
unannounced cavalcades down uh, the down Frontierland, and I think then down Main Street. We saw Gaston leading one of them, and there's princesses behind Frontierland him. or Liberty Square? I think it starts in Frontierland. Like, oh, the parade route. Yeah. So it comes out right by, what is it, Pecos Bills mm-hmm. Cafe, that area. Yeah. I never saw I never saw it in Frontierland. I only saw it down Main Street. So Okay. Yeah, I saw one video at the beginning of them reopening of, of this thing you're discussing, yeah. but I didn't know about Gaston's part. So he was on a horse? Yeah, he's on a big, a big black horse, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's princesses behind him, and so yeah, really cool stuff. And then um, at, towards the end, we did Country Bear Jamboree, which, which actually was a lot of fun because Michaela and I got into it. We were like clapping along and, you know, doing all that stuff. She loved that. And um, we almost didn't get to do Splash Mountain the second time. I was starting to get worried because they did a cleaning when we were in line. We were close. And then there was a lightning strike. And they said we could stay in line, but they have to wait for the lightning to go away. And I know how those things go. I just I, I just got out of line. I was like, we'll come back. Luckily, we came back, and we got on it right as the park was closing pretty much. We got on it. I think we got off it at 6.55, and the park closed at 7. So we got on Splash Mountain twice. We got the front the second time. And wet or not? No, not wet at all, really. Yeah. That's the only part about that ride I don't like. <laughs> Well, no, it isn't, but it's one of the big ones. The the threat of being wet is just not as as high. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know if we've ever gotten wet on that one on this on the Disney no. World one. No, no. Okay, so pretty good first day, huh? What were you thinking about the the trip? Were you bummed because you couldn't go back to Magic Kingdom? Okay, so that's something that was happening at the end of these days. Every day it was like, oh, we're not coming back here. Typically, we'll go to multiple parks per day. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we're not coming back. This I I'm gonna miss this. But then excitement builds for the next day. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, man, we're this is great, and we're not. And it, it was specifically for Magic Kingdom because it's like you're not going to come back. That's the Disney park, you know, the, the most Disney of them all it, at that resort. So it's like, oh, we're we're not going to be experiencing this anymore for the rest of the trip. So make sure you enjoy it. And then we did. We we didn't leave that park until seven thirty. So. So for the next three days, is the is the uh, transportation and waiting in line for the park about the same? Yeah, the procedure, the, the lines all... are very similar. I mean, I will say one thing that I want to mention is we had homecoming that night at Disney Springs for Magic Kingdom Day. Um, it's I'm like sorry, a, you had what? Homecoming. It's a restaurant in Disney oh, Springs. Oh, okay. It's like a Southern comfort food, really good food, and the hummingbird cake was unreal. It's like a, a pineapple. It's like kind of like a carrot cake, but it, they use pineapple. It was unbelievable. It was probably the best thing I ate on the whole trip. Wow. Did you get any pictures of it? No. Oh, my God. You it was dark. Share? It was dark where we were eating. Oh. But, yeah. I mean, I, could, I guess I could have. But, anyways, so, yeah, the, you know, we don't have to talk. This is how the lines were for most of the trip. Um, now, I will say there are some differences. So, the next day we did Hollywood Studios. Transportation is different. They don't have a bus going to Hollywood Studios from Pop Century. They only have, right. this is for right now, I think, because they want to save the buses. They only have the um, Skyliner. Mm. The Skyliner, fantastic. It is the best. I mean, I wish, I, wish it, I wish it was the only transportation. Not the only, but I wish it was available to every park. Well, now, what do you like so much about it? It's fast. Like, it just, and by that, it keeps moving. You know, there's constantly a new Skyliner coming, so the, the line's moving constantly. So it's efficient. Mm-hmm. That's good. 
Now, admittedly, we had our own bucket, which normally wouldn't be the case, but they're not having people share buckets right now because of the whole thing. So, But that was really nice. It's scenic. It's simple. Uh, and, and once you're in it, it goes very quickly to the to the parks. So we got we got to Hollywood Studios in like five minutes. And it just was so fast. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking over at the homecoming, like pictures of the food. Yeah. Good God, it looks fantastic. It, it's so good. We We're had, looking at fried chicken with donuts next to it, different kinds of like biscuits and gravy. Oh, we had fried chicken uh, biscuit Sandwiches. sliders. Yeah. they The biscuit was unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it just all looks great. Yeah. Well, M- Michaela and I decided that homecoming has to be, homecoming in a, a place we went to later, Boathouse, those are places we have to go every time. It's though it's that kind of restaurant. Did you want to save discussion of Boathouse till later? Yeah, we can talk about it later. Okay, so the Skyliner, efficient. It was great. You got your own car, which is unique, but it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but so, but there is no bus, so keep that in mind. Um, as long as the Skyliner is running, they're not going to take you via bus. So if, you don't, if you're like scared of the Skyliner, which I know some people are, uh, it's the only mode of transportation. So. Why don't you tell us about your first impressions of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Yeah, so we got into the park early again, and unlike our Magic Kingdom day, they started running the ride 20 minutes before the park opened. We got that, in line. That one ride? I, I, I mean, I don't know if they did other rides. In fact, I think they did other rides because we went to Slinky. We, we got on Slinky just after 10, but it had been running. Yeah. So I don't know because Splash Mountain didn't open until the park opened night and Thunder Mountain didn't either. So I don't know hmm. what the procedure is. But we got in to Mickey and Minnie's and they just started moving it. That was the first ride we went to. We thought we were going to have to wait 20 minutes before they started moving it, but they just started putting people on. I did. I did not stop smiling at Mickey and Minnie's from the beginning to the end. It was fantastic. It was just really embarrassing. Yeah. It was just like, wow, this is embarrassing. Yeah. I was laughing because it was so terrible. And how long is, is the ride? Would um, you say? I want to clarify. I was kidding. It, it's fantastic. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Three and a half, four minutes long. So. Oh, I would have expected longer. Okay. Well, it's a good three, four minutes. Yeah. It's so. I don't want to give anything away, but it is trackless. Um. So if you've ridden. If you've ridden Rise of the Resistance or seen what that's like, it's similar. And it is based on these cartoons, the newer Mickey Mouse cartoons. And so Goofy, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pete is is there, um, Daisy. So there's a combination of screen and animatronic. And it just works so well. It's it's really, really something. It was one of the highlights of the trip. It was one of like the best moments of the trip. And... Uh, the animatronics are really, really good. It's funny. Like, it, there's some silly moments and some things that made us laugh. And depending on which car you're in, you'll see different things. Because, you know, you'll yeah. go past something and it's already gone. But if you're... We were in the back first, the first time. Uh, and we saw different things than when we went the second time, when we were in, like, the second row or whatever, the second car. So there's just a lot to it. And it was it was a lot of fun. It's not intense in any way, but it's a lot of fun. It sounds great. I can't wait to try it. It'll yeah. be years, but I still can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it's uh, you know it's not Rise of the Resistance, but it's it, it's amazing. Like it it's really well done. It's just an incredible dark ride, like really incredible. Yeah. So 
So that was fun. That was a great way to start that day. I think that I think that really kicked off the day in a really amazing way, and just it snowballed from there in a positive way. Uh, we went to Slinky Dog right after that because I wanted Michaela to ride Slinky Dog before she rode Rock and Roller Coaster because I didn't want Slinky Dog to be spoiled by, oh yeah, Rock and Roller Coaster. Well, it's different though. I mean, they're different roller coasters, yeah. and that one you have you know your shoulder straps down, yeah. and that to me always just feels different. Like okay, this is a different level. Yeah. But Slinky Dog is is very special. Yeah. Yeah, it's unique. And uh, we went on that. So we, when we were in line for that was when the Rise of the Resistance passes became available. So if you don't know, they're making the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance opens at 10 a.m. and then closes and then opens again at 2 p.m. So those are your two options for getting on that ride. So we everyone in unison sort of opens up their phones when we're in line for slinky dog to get one and i managed to get one it was group 19 which is pretty good we basically knew we were going to get on the ride at that point and it was funny because i feel bad for this but we weren't even like that invested in getting on it we were kind of like well if we go get on it fine we've been on it twice like it's not the end of the world there's other things to do at this park but we were really happy once we got it i was like really glad we did um so yeah we did rock and roller coaster after we slingy dog was great you know it is what it is we we loved it um we went on or she went on rock and roller coaster i can't do that did she like it she loved it cool loved it she uh at that point it was her favorite ride at that point in the trip we did tower she had never ridden the tower of terror version of that ride because she started going on that ride after it switched over to guardians of the galaxy in disneyland yeah yeah so she loved that. She thought that she thought the theming was really cool. She thinks the drop sequence for Guardians is better, but she did like the sort of spooky feeling of Tower. And I enjoy that too. So that was fun. Um, and then, you know, we we did Rise of the Resistance. It was great as always. It's, you know, the mask thing is kind of weird. Like everyone's wearing, like the cast members are wearing masks. And that ride specifically, it's so immersive with the cast members that the mask thing is a little weird, but we got right through the line. I think we got on and off in 20 minutes. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all the attraction stuff, really. And no spectacular food. It's just kind of the same stuff. Well, I was going to get to food. We did primetime, the 50s primetime cafe. Okay. And we did a sampler platter of. Don't they talk to you funny there too? Yeah. They, we had a, um, the guy we had had an, a heavy accent. So, and a mask on. So I, it wasn't, oh, yeah. yeah. But but it's a cool thing. Like you go in and they're playing these like there's this old timey TV and they're playing like I Love Lucy clips and yeah 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 you know it's kind of like sci-fi dining theater in that way. Yeah. Do they try to keep or uh, provide outdoor seating or is is this something they just space you out and this that, is a risk you're taking? It's much more of a thing at Disney Springs to do outdoor seating. They if a place doesn't have outdoor seating, they have not added it. That would be tough. I'm thinking of sci-fi dining. It's all indoor, of course, yeah. and. I mean, there's really no room outside without yeah. getting a walkway maybe shut down so that you can have people eating out there. Okay. So, so. we got a sampler. It was chicken, fried chicken, pot roast, and um, a meatloaf. And then it had mashed potatoes with gravy and stuff. The chicken and the pot roast were really good. The meatloaf is just whatever. I mean, it was nothing like Carnation Cafe or anything. It was like... Yeah. Yeah, and I could tell when it came that I'm, you know, it, it wasn't anything special. We had onion rings; those were great. They had the appetizer of onion rings; those were fantastic. 
And then we had an apple pie a la mode to share. That was also very good. So if you get the right thing there, it's it can be a good spot. Good spot to eat. So Noted. Hollywood Studios was a really fun time. That was I was actually surprised how much fun I had at Hollywood Studios. Did you leave there feeling like, man, I could want to make a movie in Hollywood? <laughs> I always feel that way. I felt that way throughout. This was actually a um, a common theme in that we saw, we went on Mickey and Minnie's. Mickey and Minnie's Oh, we did Slinky again, actually. So we did, we actually did everything twice except for Rock and Roller Coaster and um, and Rise of the Resistance. And, and these are the bigger attractions, you yeah? Because you didn't do we didn't do Smugglers. You didn't do Alien Swirling Saucers twice. No, no we didn't even do that once. But we also right. didn't do Smugglers at all because we just didn't feel compelled to. Because that's an option. We've done it before. Yeah. And uh, but we did all the big ones twice. I guess we should say. Um, she didn't do rockin' twice. She only did it the once. Um, she got a little sick after Star Tours and didn't want to go on rockin' because she was like, you know what? It made it it made her a little nauseous that night, just you know, normal nausea. But um, so she just felt like I did it. It was great. I'm not gonna do it again. But we stayed until they kicked us out. Basically, we took some pictures because it was dark and you know that part gets lit up a little bit. So that was nice. We took some pictures and. Uh, we headed out. It started to rain, so they couldn't do the Skyliner. This was a big problem. This is something I wanted to get to. They couldn't do the Skyliner, so the bus stop got full, and they were not sending buses to Pop Century. What a Doesn't that seem like a big flaw in the Skyliner system, that when it rains, you can't use it, or is it the lightning? I think it's lightning. Even still, yeah. they, they put it there in the place where lightning is regular. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's only like a constant all year long. Not every day, but regularly and here's the thing i don't think it would have been a problem except for the fact that during this time since they have the skyliner as an option to pop century they're not sending buses so i don't know if there was like some miscommunication but a bus didn't come for like 40 minutes and it was raining pouring that park has a hard time delivering buses to you buddy (laughs) yeah i remember that um i'm referencing a couple years ago we went four years ago we went and we were out in the, the hot sun for about 45 minutes trying to get a bus from hollywood studios to Magic Kingdom. And here again, Robert is waiting 40 plus minutes for a bus from Hollywood Studios. Yeah. So the thing is, luckily there was no, we didn't have any reservations or anything we had to make. We just had to get back. And honestly, we were a little bit annoyed, but people around us were like panicking. (laughs) It's like people were just freaking out. The good news is once a bus came, someone told a bus driver what was going on and the bus driver got on like the phone or something and must have told his dispatcher, like four buses came back to back to back to back and cleared it out so it eventually got worked out it was no problem but that's again the the pop century thing it's something to consider like if you're gonna stay at pop century and you are worried about the transportation if you have the means to rent a car it might be worth it or take your own car or or whatever i mean it might be worth it to do that so okay next day animal kingdom unless Uh, there's anything you know worth noting for uh no we went home and we, we got some good sleep Okay, what are the highlights for Animal Kingdom? Dude, Animal Kingdom was really bad. So great. Oh, good. It was good. <laughs> so we went first to Flight of Passage. Never heard of it. <laughs> you know what was great about this? We got to do the queue, cool. the regular queue. Yeah, and that was cool. Really good. So you got to walk through it. Yeah. Was it a speedy walk or was it just? Oh, it was walk right through. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's but, probably better anyway. But it was not speedy because it, that queue was long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was long. <laughs> yeah, it's a long one. But it was stimulating. And um, so that was nice. And no, 
you know what? It wasn't a big deal that we, it was speedy, you know, in a way that we didn't get to see things because we did get to see things because they didn't start running the ride right away. So people in front of us and behind us were taking pictures and it was actually really cool. Um, and it blew Michaela away. Flight of Passage blew her away like I expected it to. Um, it's really fun. We got on that ride three times. Um, not back to back to back. We just went on it and then we left and did something else. Then we went on again later and then it was the last thing we did when we left. That's exceptional. We wait. I mean, that's great. Now, I didn't go on the last time because I start. I was starting to get nauseous just from because the, the other thing we did was Everest, and that makes me a little nauseous too. Yeah, we did that. Tw- I did both of the rides twice. She did the. She did both of them three times, and uh, we'll get into what else we did. But I mean, Ooh, what else did you do? Well, I just want to mention for Flight of Passage, she waited twenty five minutes the last time, but that's, that was like three in the afternoon. That's not much at all. No, especially for that one. Yeah. Okay. So she couldn't decide which one she preferred, Fly the Passage or Everest. But those were those were instantly her two favorite rides in the park or in the in the resort at that moment. And I think she decided And with, with Epcot left it has to be Yeah, exactly. The two That's winners. what I told yeah. her. We went on the safari. Yeah. Saw so many animals. We saw like eight rhino. Is that how you say it? Eight I rhino? was thinking about that. I don't know. Rhinos? <laughs> Rhinoceri? <laughs> Rhinos. <laughs> yeah. We saw eight of them eight really large creatures and it wasn't eight all in one group it was like we saw three and then we saw three later and they then we have saw black rhinos they have black and white well they call them white mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah the rhinos are cool to see i mean it's all really cool to see a lot of giraffes a lot of zebra um we saw we didn't see the baby mandrel but we saw the mandrel and the mandrel is what rafiki is yeah yeah the lions were asleep but they were right there we saw them Lions are so lazy. You know what I'm saying? They sleep tw- every time I forget. They sleep 20 hours a day. What are the chances you're even going to see them when they are awake ever? Anyways. Um, so the, she loved that. So here's the thing. Michaela loves animals and she loves thrill rides. So this park was really made for her. Like she just loved it every second of it. She was like, she was blown away by this park. That's great. And um, we did Cali River Rapids. It's a joke. I mean, it's just a joke. It's like, I thought it was going to be... Oh, I thought the the name was a joke or no, something. No, it's, it, the ride is kind of a joke. It's so short. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like Grizzly. It's not. It's, it, it, there's one drop and you don't get wet, or we didn't, I should say, we didn't get wet. And it's not very long. And you're referring to Grizzly River... Rapids at... Uh, Bigfoot Rapids. Bigfoot Rapids, <laughs> as Nikita calls it. Uh, yeah, Grizzly River Run at... Um, yeah, California, California Adventure. Adventure, yeah. Um. We ate at Satuli Canteen. Really good. Quick service in Pandora. Uh, where is that? Oh, Pandora. Pandora. Yeah. Okay. That's right outside the exit of, yes. of Flight of Passage. It was great. Cheeseburger pods. Pretty good. They're like bao buns with cheeseburger mm, stuff in them. That sounds good. And then we ate at Yak and Yeti was our sit-down restaurant there. That's How was that? Of, it was good. It, we had um, tikka masala, chicken tikka masala. That was really good. And then we had, oh, we had... Um, tuna nachos so like raw tuna with like chips okay but they weren't corn chips or even flour they were some like uh like an asian style chip it was that was really good too and i'm not like a raw fish guy but it was good i'm trying to think of what else in that park did you go on dinosaur we did go on dinosaur she said she didn't have to ride it again but she liked it 
and I've ridden it before, and I, I it's fine. It's fine to ride once. We did see, I saw Pocahontas go by on a boat. Um, I saw Mickey, Pluto, and Minnie go by on a boat. You saw the real Pocahontas? Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. This whole time, I thought she was extinct. And uh, Miko. Okay, good, great. I love it. But did you did you watch, like, the monkeys jumping around and oh, stuff? Oh, of course. We did all that. Okay, so here's something that's interesting. So those monkeys you're talking about, the ones that swing around. I think um, they're, are they gibbons or not? I think that's right, although I don't know. Very cool to watch. We went and saw a gorilla. The the gorillas, you know, the gorilla walk. But yeah, yeah, So yeah. the ones that are on either side of the bridge, those ones are pretty cool. The big silverbacks. Yeah. But there was down lower where you can see them, they're behind, the ones that are behind glass. There was a mom, her son who was like six, I think six, and then her recent, her daughter who was like 10 months old, like a little baby gorilla. I'll mm-hmm. show you the video later. And the six-year-old and the 10-month-old were like wrestling. Oh, it was so great. It was so great to watch. What was more real, that, those gorillas, or Tarzan? The gorillas in there. <laughs> I mean, it was similar. Was it really? They were wrestling. It was like... And that, they, that must have been cool. It was really cool to see. And Michaela was like all into it. I mean, she just loved it. Did she get in there and wrestle with them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. She wanted to show them what, they, what she, what she well, had. Well, she had a few pointers for them. Yeah. So we got to saw the, see the baby gorilla. Uh, really little, just having a great time. And uh, yeah, we had a really good time in Animal Kingdom. I'm going to tell you something. Michaela said that she likes that park more than Disneyland. That's her favorite Disney park. <sighs> well it's not even that much of a disney park i know so that's a different discussion but it's fantastic and i think we called it underrated in previous episodes maybe if we didn't we should have because i think it is yeah it's underrated i for the rest of the trip she she said i miss flight of passage just like randomly throughout the day like she said it that night at dinner and i took a picture of her when she said it because i wanted to like post it with a quote she just had this look on her face of like, you know, she was happy that she experienced it, but sad that she, she, I told her, I said, dude, you're so spoiled. You went on that thing three times. You didn't wait more than like collectively 45 minutes, maybe for that ride. Yeah. Spoiled. Definitely. <laughs> but if she truly, really, truly missed it, she would have said it to you on the ride. Yeah. I missed this ride, but you we're on it. She would have done that. She didn't do it. We actually left that park early. We didn't, we yeah. didn't stay till, uh, we had reservations that night at Boathouse and I wanted to get there early and I wanted to go back to the hotel and shower first. So which how was, was, how was Boathouse? Boathouse was great. You we didn't take the boat ride. No, we did not. Take, but, but, but many people did. So they're still doing it. Okay. Um, and uh, so if you don't know, they, they have like these cars that go in the water and they drive around and stuff. I don't know how much it costs, but Boathouse was great. We got sat outside and there was a sunset, right? next to our seat you know like we could see it just to our left fantastic but it wasn't it wasn't something that was blinding you or anything no, it wasn't no. offensive it was like it was just this across is the water awesome. yeah, yeah. we we were on like a little boardwalk almost they asked us if we wanted to sit inside or outside like we didn't get it, we just said first available table because we just wanted to be seated i'm so glad we i almost wish we i don't wish but we should have requested outside because it was so fantastic um we got it, lobster bisque we got a club sandwich and we got uh, truffle fries, which are like, you know, kind of like garlic fries in a way. The food was all really good. They would bring you bread. That was fantastic. <laughs> I love when they bring you bread. So that was what great. What kind of bread? 
it was just like dinner rolls, but they were like covered in some type of, I mean, I don't know if it was butter or what, but oil, you know, like it was great, great food. Got gelato. Remember that place we went to get gelato with the donuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First day we went there. Michaela didn't want any. I just got like a, a scoop of chocolate gelato or a coffee gelato, excuse me. And we sat out in this little area and ate that. And then we went back to the hotel. Isn't there a stage area right outside of That's that? That's where we sat. Yeah. yeah. A little tiny sat. like amphitheater type yeah. place. Really good stuff. So good day number three. And then your final day, you're at Epcot. Yeah, this was like, this was another, this was amazing, an amazing day. Animal Kingdom for me was a lot of fun because Michaela had a lot of fun. I got sick <laughs> the second time I rode both those rides. So it was kind of like, ugh. Epcot to me might've been, I don't know if I'd call it the most fun day, but I think I was surprised by my, how much fun I, I think that's what it is. I was surprised by how much fun I had at Epcot because there's just a lot of construction going on. I knew the international cast members weren't there, so it was going to be a little bit of a different experience. I was shocked by how much fun I had at Epcot. I bet you it was a lot easier to order in France. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Although, actually... No, the menu's still in French. Actually, I have a story about that that we'll get to. It wasn't my fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll refresh on the recent incident in 2016 of ice cream and bread and pronunciation. Continue. You want me to tell that story? No, no, no. When we get to it, if you have, oh, you're building yeah, up to I'll that moment there. of the day. I'll get so, there. Yeah. We did test track first um, just to get it done. Um, it was fun. It was Build more, your own, design your own they car. Don't let you do that right now. Because touching screens. Yeah. Makes sense. Plus the way they have the line, they have to use that part as part of the queue. So it winds back and forth through that rather than going straight I see. through it. Um, so we did that. That was fun. We did Frozen. That was good. We did, we did, we did every attraction. Let's just put it that way. Of which there are relatively few. Yeah. We did living with the land, which was actually really cool. How, I've never been on that. What's that? So basically they, they take you through like, it's a boat ride where they take you through like how agriculture has changed over the years and how it continues to change. And then they show you things that are growing, that they're growing in their own greenhouse and the okay. experiments that they're running. But the stuff that they grow, they actually use in the food throughout the resort. So that's interesting. So they make rice for the Rice Krispies. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They make rice, they make Krispies, and then they combine them. I'm just kidding, of course. Um, well, that's cool. I've heard, I think I've heard good things about that attraction before. We did Figment, uh, Journey into Imagination, just a disaster. Well, that's one of Tony Baxter's best. <laughs> yeah. Best works. We walked right on it, so it was fine. But man, and Michaela, Michaela's just like, well, we don't ever have to ride that again. I was like, yeah. I miss Figment. That's what she says. Yes, that's later it. on. Later, later you know. she says she missed Figment. Yeah, I want to go back. So we went on that. So are, you're, you're there. What time did they open? I, I don't. Eleven. I never knew. Eleven. That's kind of late. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. they close at what nine? Yes, that, that was. That's actually that's later than than is typical. That was when I I almost had Animal Kingdom as my last day. You remember this? We talked about it. Yep. I'm so glad I switched it because I couldn't have stayed at Animal Kingdom for the full length. It just isn't a full day park right now because you can do so much. Yeah. But Epcot, they stay open later. So we were like able to, it felt like we were extending our trip a little bit, you know, because. I told you, man, Epcot. Yeah. So we went to, um, we did some of the food and wine. Um, There was a tortellini that we got that had like bacon bits and stuff on it. That was pretty great. They had like a a margarita pizza. That was Italy. Uh, 
We did a, mac, a lobster mac and cheese. That was really good. A gourmet mac and cheese. That was also quite good. And then we got the violet sake, which everyone talks about who are like Disney World regulars. So I had to try it. And it was really, really good. So it's like sake. I don't know what. It tastes kind of like grape. It's got like a grape flavor to it, but it was really, really good. We actually got two. We got one, and then after dinner, we got another one. You said it was really good, but is there another way you could say it, maybe? Was it grape? <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you were going. Yeah, I had I had to do it. I'm, I apologize for those who hate that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, though. Um, we went through all the pavilions. Um, I, I, You know, the cavalcades are really cool. They did cavalcades throughout. They did a Mickey one. They did a Frozen one. So that was really great. I'm trying to think of... Did any pavilions stand out to Michaela that you know about? She really liked She really liked the Japan, the Japan pavilion and the China pavilion. She liked Italy a lot too, quite a bit. Um, we actually ended up getting a few souvenirs from there. Um, but those, I think those three were her, her favorites. Those were her favorite pavilions. And those are ones that I really like too. Um, and... Uh, we did the ice cream place. I guess I'll just get to that. We did France, and the guy didn't. The guy actually didn't speak good English. He was he spoke French or something, or he, that was his first language. So he wasn't really understanding me. So I, Michaela wanted vanilla ice cream and a waffle cone. So the woman who was helping him, he was the cashier. I told him what I wanted, and he I didn't even look at the receipt. He he said he made it strawberry. And uh, so the woman scoops strawberry and I said, oh, and she puts it in a cone. I said, that was actually supposed to be vanilla. And she says, she looks at it and she's like, goes to like, she's like, should I put, she's trying to figure out what she's going to do with it. And then she's like, just take it anyway. So I took it. Then she gave me another cone with vanilla. Then plus I got what I got, which is the ice cream and the brioche bun. Uh, Oh, so you went for that again. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I love that. So I got that. So then we ended up having these like three, it was hot. So things were melting. (laughs) Oh, I know that game. <laughs> so that was a little rough, but but yeah, I mean, well, with reference to story that happened in 2016, with I called it a broish bun to the to the cast members. Yes, were you a little bit anxious about pronouncing the, what was on the menu or I, like I interacting? Think with I them? realized in the moment that I was reading it out loud that I had never said the word brioche out loud. So I was like, and then I panicked in my head instead hey, of sounding it out. I just you said broish, but look, it's close. You know, you almost got it. Yeah, I didn't call it, you know, biscuit, biscuit ice cream or a, a biscuit, just biscuit. Yeah, just give me a biscuit. <laughs> That's the best I could do. <laughs> um, Michaela got these really cool ears, these these great uh, mini ears with a... She didn't yeah. have ears the whole trip. No, she didn't have ears. Well, I, I do point. mean like specifically Mickey ears. Like, was she wearing any oh, before? She, she bought some Haunted Mansion ones that I can show you a picture of later. They're purple okay. and they have like images, you know, they have like the caretaker in the ears, mm. but then the Phantom Five ah, in the middle. That's cool. Instead of a bow, they have the Phantom Five. Now this one, the the one in France, she got. Um, they're kind of like sequence, but then the Eiffel Tower. Mm. Okay, a jewel of the Eiffel Tower, right in the middle with the bow. It was great. I think I see one on your Instagram here. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Which one? The France one. The France the... one. Yeah. Yep. If you might look at. The Magic Kingdom Day, the the uh, it's only hats for you two. The other days, 
This is just yes. the main feed. I was just not... looking at that. So you're right. I haven't posted it. I can show you after. No problem. But they were really cool ears. You got two really cool sets of ears, and that was one of them. Anyways, I don't know what else to say about Epcot other than it was fantastic. Oh, I'm you sure. ate at La Hacienda de Cerro Hill? Yeah, she loved that. Dude, she ate so much food. It was ridiculous. Because we, we'd eaten a lot that day because it was, you know, food and wine festival was going on. And we hit up the various booths. Um, I think the tortellini was our favorite. We also got a Germany, a pasta, um, uh, pasta gratin. It's like cheese, ham, mm-hmm. pasta. It's really good. But I think the tortellini was our favorite. Anyways, we, we'd eaten a lot. So we shared an entree and we, we got guacamole. We knew chips were coming. So I was like, we don't need two entrees. She ate so much. Like it comes with so much beans. So she ate all the rice pretty much. I had like two scoops of rice. She ate all of it. Then she asked for more chips and she ate like three quarters of the basket of chips. It was unbelievable. <laughs> she ate so much food that day. It's delicious. It was really good. And the chips, chips were on point as usual. They don't have outside seating, do they? No. Yeah. There, uh, our server brought. We were really thirsty because it was just a hot day walking around. Our server brought us like six glasses of water every time my water ran out. He brought me a new glass, like an, a brand new glass. So the service was great, the food was great. Um, Michaela got her fill for sure. So we did um, the three caballeros, the uh, Grand Fiesta tour. Okay, that's an attraction in the. So that that's the attraction that that other Mexican restaurant that they have is right on the water. It's. It's kind of like the Blue Bayou style. That attraction is attached to that restaurant. Okay. So that ride was cool. You know, we did Spaceship Earth, which was which we had to do, just because I don't know they're changing it at some point. So I wanted to do the the version that they have now. I wanted to do it again. And then, uh, man, I'm trying to think. We, I mean, we just walked around the we walked around the World Showcase like at least two or three times. Um, and then we went to Future World to end because. So we had to take the the Skyliner back to the hotel, and so we went to Future World so that we would have to walk the length of the park basically when the park closed. So we went and did test track for our last attraction, and we did test track. We got on it at nine o three. We got on test track at nine o three. The park closed at nine, so we got off test track. We knew it was our last ride. And then we went through Canada and then down that we went in, we actually walked through the UK. No one was in there. It's, you know, it's dark now, but they have the lamps on. We walked down the street of the UK and looped back around and then walked down to the, we took some pictures as we left and then we walked down to the Skyliner and we headed out. So you didn't venture out past the Skyliner through the international gateway. That is the gateway, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't walk through there. No. Next time. I think it's worth a walk. Yeah. Just around the, it's a, uh, what is it the yacht club yeah. the, boy i can't remember now but beach beach yeah. something be boardwalk i also w- i thought about it for a brief second but i'm also not sure what they're doing as far as like letting people into resorts yeah that's a good that's a good point um so i just was like you know what and we were tired here's something i forgot to mention that morning for epcot we went to polynesian and had kona cafe for breakfast so we took an uber over to polynesian uh they did ask when he dropped us off what we were here for if we if we were staying here or if we had reservations and we told them we had reservations they let us in they took our temperature at the entrance to the restaurant we got the tonga toast and these macadamia nut pancakes it was fantastic and then we just spent the morning at the polynesian we just walked around for like an hour and a half cool so 
It was great. Yeah, that, that that's a great resort. So you do have to have a reservation either at the resort or at a restaurant at the resort to be able to go into the resorts. But once you have that reservation, you're in, you can walk around the resort. And just visit the resort if you want to. And the Polynesian was the perfect one to do that too because there's the beaches and to walk on. And we, we had a coffee and sat down on the beach and just looked at the water, looked across at the castle because we weren't going to see the castle again in person. So it was cool to see mm-hmm. it from there. So that was our hotel stop. like our, And that was what was cool too about the hours being shortened because had they not been shortened, we would have never gone to breakfast at the Kona Cafe. But it was the perfect opportunity because Epcot didn't open until 11. So. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, perfect. I wore my Mickey Hawaiian shirt, so that was great. It was a great day. That was a great day. Was it a great day? Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it now. Like, you know, I saw that picture. You post uh, Facebook pictures of your trip, and I saw you with the, the Hawaiian style shirt on, mm-hmm. and I thought for a very split second, is that me? Because I always wear, I always wear those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I honestly did. I'm not joking. Yeah, about I believe that. you. I thought it was you for a second, even when I looked in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So we, uh, I mean, there's nothing else to say other than we had the best time, man. Just the best. So you're glad you went. Really, really glad. And we didn't want to leave. And we don't know if you've contracted COVID, but the trip was great. Yeah. The trip was great. <laughs> and some of the items were grape. Yes. One of the items in particular was quite grape. Yes. <laughs> Well, awesome. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. And then Michaela got to have her first experience there. It was great, but it was also with you, and you know how to show her around because you've been there a couple times. Yeah. And so. it was great for me to experience it through her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <sighs> always great. It's so great. Yeah. And um, she, uh, I don't know, she just, she seemed, to, she seemed to be having a really good time, and that made me happy because, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's so cool that like, you know, this with kids and stuff too. It's like experiencing it through their eyes, but yep, because everything's kind of new to them, but everything here was new to her. So, you know, some things that could, that I think could stick around after this whole thing's over, whenever that is, you know, they're not going to be able to do the, the line spacing, but the line spacing is kind of nice. Um, it's a positive, but it's, it's not going to last because it, it just can't. The lines aren't designed for when the park is at full capacity to be spaced out that way. Um, but like the cavalcades, I think they could do those more regularly. Um, those are a lot of fun to see. They're, they're surprises. Like all of a sudden, like the princes are coming out and they're waving at you and Mickey's yeah. driving by. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, the, uh, I, I guess, you know, they could be a little bit, I, it's just hard to say what they could keep, but like mobile order, for example. We, you had the mobile order basically. And I just think that's a really good, I, I don't think they should force you to mobile order, but I think that more people hopefully learn how to do it because it's just, it's so much better. Yeah. You had to mobile order almost every quick service place. So, so yeah, I think there's some things that could stick around after this happens. So I just think that the positives for us, for Michaela and I, who went into this trip embracing sort of the guidelines, like we're going to wear a mask. We're not going to try and wiggle out of it. We're not going to like go around a corner and take our mask off or whatever. We're just going to keep it on. We're not going to walk and, drink and all that stuff and we're gonna adhere to the the lines where they say stop here we're gonna we're not gonna try and you know work around the guidelines we're just gonna embrace them and for that reason it really i it didn't affect our trip in a negative way at all it was just like a normal trip but there were far fewer people there 
that's basically the only difference mm-hmm. for us. So yeah. Very nice. Going back next month? Uh, I think we'll wait like uh, five and a half weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no. Well. Yeah, we won't be going back for some time, but um, but I'm glad we, this, I was a little worried going in, not worried, but like I thought, like, I wonder what it'll be like this being her first experience there, like, will it be a different experience, like a lesser experience and taint her view of Disney World? Um, no, not at all. I would think it would get her excited for a standard experience, meaning uh, everything's open, yeah. free, you know, movement. Fast don't passes. Ha- don't available. have to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. Fast pass, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Glad she got to go check it out. Glad you got to have a great time, uh, which many people aren't really having during the whole lockdown situation or rather just COVID precautions Yeah, in our different communities. But yeah, glad you guys had a great time. And so am I. If uh, you guys have any questions, you can reach out to us on social media if you have any questions for me about the trip. But uh, definitely had a good time. And, you know, I'm not saying that anyone else should go, but if you have any questions about it, you can let me know. And hopefully this helps better inform you if you're thinking about it. So, okay guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.